What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Cheers from the Press Box. I am your host, Brennan Tassif, joined as always by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Dorville. What's up, Joe? What is going on, Brennan? How you doing post-Thanksgiving? Doing well, doing well. We had a nice little chit-chat about our Thanksgiving endeavors before the show started, only because I talk a lot of shit about... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it was good. Do you have a good Thanksgiving? You had a happy Thanksgiving? Nice Thanksgiving. Lovely food, lovely people. Great time. Good. Well, I hope everyone out there listening had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Reach out to us on the social media pages so you can tell Joe how good it was um, at Cheering Press, right? There you Did go. Right? Nailed it. Uh, if you're new to the show, I'll give you a rundown. Uh, first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about some of the biggest topics going on in the sports world. So, of course, that's going to be the NFL, also the NCAA. Lots of rivalry action this weekend. And then we'll hit some basketball recaps, little um, women's college, a little NBA stuff. Then we'll get into the quick hits. Quick! quick. Which, as of right now, is just the Fulham corner. Fulham having a big win, but we'll get to that. Um, and then we will skip the walk-offs. I had something, but I realized it's just life. So there's no reason to really write a whole walk-off about it. Uh, and then we will jump into the press conference. We'll peddle our wares. But we're actually going to start this week the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. All right, Joe, I know it's kind of late, but do you actually have the time? Do you know what time it is? Oh, uh, let me look at my phone. I think it's time for Game of the Week. Game of the week. Time for Game of the Week. Uh, I actually, we had a Game of the Week, and then the last night's game happened, Sunday night, and we had a new Game of the Week. Uh, Not Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. Sunday after, oh, that was the afternoon game. Yeah, it went on so long, it felt like Sunday night. <laughs> also, it gets dark in New York City at like 3.30. That's so, also true. <laughs> I remember watching that game, and it was pitch black outside, and I just, in my brain, it was like, oh, obviously that was the night game. Yeah, um, yeah so we're talking about the Buffalo Bills at the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles squeak out an overtime win. Um, so, Joe, a couple of questions for you, being the resident Eagles fan of this podcast. One, can the Eagles ever win normal? And two, placate on this, are the Bills going to miss the playoffs? Um, I'll go with your second question first. The Bills are going to miss the playoffs. Um, I don't see it with their schedule coming up. Uh, I believe they have they have the Cowboys. I want to say they have the Chargers in there. and I believe Cowboys, they Chargers, have Niners. Uh, no, we have... Oh, you guys Cowboys have the Niners. And Niners. Yeah. Uh, they have the Cowboys and KC. Uh, so that's going to be, as well as the Chargers. But the Chargers aren't really. We'll talk about them later. Yeah. Um, as for the Philadelphia Eagles, Brennan, I have to apologize. Uh, it's been like three or four weeks now since you said uh, we were 6-0 and in two, uh, 10 or more when we were down 10 or more. And I was like, that can't be – it has to be like one touchdown. It can't be 10 or more. And, no, you were right. Whenever the Eagles – Yeah, you corrected me, and then I was like, oh, yeah, obviously you're right. You're the Eagles fan. And I was right. 
At that point, it was six games. They were 6-0 and in games. They were down by 10 points or more. And now it's up to 10 games when we are down 10 scores or more. They've won all 10. They're 10-0. and It's insane. Um, the Jalen no, Hurts this, era is upon us. This team can't win a normal game for some reason because in the first half, we just we just mill about – Try we score we have one drive that's like okay there we go and then for the rest of the first half we're just trying to figure out what defense they're playing against us and what offense and the schemes they're trying to run we go in at halftime we make all the adjustments and then we come out like world beaters in the second half it was it's insane um, the Bills who we gave up seventeen points to in the first half. In the second half, before overtime, we only gave up 14 points. Uh, not great, but still held them. But in the first half, we scored seven points. In the second half, we before overtime, we scored 24 points. Can yep. we just – can we mix that in, like, over the course of the first – of all four quarters? Do we have to do this at the end of the game always? It's like we forget that, you know, we have DeAndre Swift, who we made a – you know, a draft day trade for uh, this guy's pretty good. It's pretty valuable. Uh, yeah, let's not let's use him in the first quarter. Let's not use him for the middle two quarters, and then the fourth quarter when we really need it, let's bring it on back. Um, this game, honestly, for not for a couple of ill-timed and unlucky turnovers there, the interception that. Jalen Hurts had was a great play by the defensive lineman. Got his hand up there, tip, tip drill, balls up in the air, and the Bills were able to grab it. And then of just random miscommunication between uh, Hurts and Gainwell that led to the fumble. Um, I will say the Eagles got away with a few penalties here. Uh, <laughs> just be uh, completely upfront and honest. Uh, I. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm happy it happened, uh, but I'm not going to apologize for it. Um, but yeah, uh, the Eagles are ten and one. We're right now in sole position of uh, the lead of the NFC. And yeah, I'll kick it back to you, uh, the AFC guy. What do you think happens to the Bills after this? I mean, I called this two weeks ago. The Bills are not going to make the playoffs. I said this after Milano and uh, Milano went down. And then the week before, uh, Diggs was no, it wasn't was it Diggs. It was a uh, Michael Hyde. Uh, no, White. Uh, Trade Tre-Davious White. White. That's right. When Tre-Davious went down, I was like, they're in trouble. And then the next week, Milano went down. I was like, oh, this team is not making the playoffs. Allen always throws that will weird, like ill-conceived pick. He's throwing a pick now in eight straight games. Um, he tried to put the whole team on his back again, like we've seen a million times. It was interesting because they were running the ball a lot in the fourth quarter and they were really dragging the clock down. And I was like, oh, they, they had to win this game. If they would have won this game and in the first half, it looked like they were going to win this game. I mean, we can be honest with each other. That Philadelphia defense, I sat. Looked like Swiss cheese. I sat Holes Josh Allen because I was like, oh, this defense is going to ruin his career. And it was just like <laughs> holes everywhere. It was insane. And then they just, like you said, the adjustments that the Eagles make every week is astounding. They come out and it's like, we're going to do just enough to figure this out. Um, Bills are out of the playoffs. I don't think the Eagles can win normal like last year when they were just blowing teams out, but I don't think you need to. It's the NFL. As long as you win, you win. Like it doesn't matter if you win by a hundred points or two points. Like it's doesn't matter. So I think 
I think the Eagles are going to be just fine, but the Bills team is, I think they're done. Um, <clears throat> I'd be remiss if I did not mention, uh, so early in the day yesterday, Brennan, um, was this during the one o'clock games? Yeah, I think second half of the one o'clock games, my buddy was over and we got into a very random and foreshadowing argument. Uh, I said, I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I picked um, the Ravens versus the Eagles in the Super Bowl, and I have the Eagles winning. And he was like, that is crazy. I was like, how is that crazy? He was like, I don't think the Ravens. He was like, if you guys play the Ravens, you're going to lose. I was like, you don't think that the times the Ravens have shot themselves in the foot all season won't rear its head again in the Super Bowl? He was like, nah, as long as they got Justin Tucker. I was like, eh, Jake Elliott's pretty good too, my guy. Uh, and he was like, nah, he's not Justin Tucker, though. I was like, what are you talking? He was like, has he, <clears throat> he was like, has he ever made a 60-yard field goal? I was like, yes. I was like. Yes, he has, actually. Quite a few. I was like, he's made like a 61-er before. Uh, it, he was like, has he ever been in a high-pressure situation? I was like, we got to the Super Bowl. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking? I was like, in his first, in his, in his rookie season with us, he made like a 58, 59-yarder to beat the Giants in like, Game three of that season. And we he's had that multiple 61 yard field goals. He's four for four. We looked it up. He's four for four okay. on 60 plus. Um, so we had that conversation. He left the Eagle game, then starts. And then Kicking Little himself makes a 50, 59 yarder. They 59 put it down officially. In the rain. In the rain. And boots it through. And I immediately text him, Kick <laughs> and he was like, all right, I stand corrected. <laughs> yeah, that was that was insane, especially how he kicked it. He, like, rode the wind yeah, to, like, get yeah. the ball in there. And it um, freaking just right into the right, right yeah. over the right pylon. Um, we can uh, talk about speaking, another kick. Speaking of kicks. All right, revenge game for my Jacksonville Jaguars playing the Houston Texans in Houston. Um, big win. Huge win. For Jacksonville, huge. Uh, we, huge win. We were actually in pretty good control most of this game. Uh, CJ Stroud is very good and makes me very worried. We end up winning 24 21. A couple of things I want to run by you, Joe. Um, the questions we have on the rundown one, the Jags hold on, but what worried us the most and uh, is Stroud to Dell going to be a legendary combo? I'm going to, I'm going to grab this first just because. Jewish, my team. I was going to kick it to you immediately. I wasn't going to take okay. too long. <laughs> then go ahead. Never mind. You start us off. All right. Sorry. Um, I messed it up. Yeah. Stroud to Stroud to uh, Tank Dell. To Dell is going to be like, just get used to it for the next five years, everybody. It's going to be, uh, I hate to say it, but it's going to be similar to Watson to Hopkins. It's going to be, this is, sounds horrible, but Shab to. Andre Johnson. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like it's just going to be uh, – Houston just has a way of getting like a quarterback and a receiver that will just wreak havoc through your entire secondary. No matter what you do, it's on point. Like they, there was that one toe tapper to the sideline yeah, late that in that nuts. game that it looked like Dell was in. I needed a better angle, but I was fine with them not giving it to him. Um, as far as the Jags – 
Uh, I mean, you held them to 21 points. It could have, there could have been a lot more damage there. Uh, I felt like the offense played well enough. You're going to have to do a better job of, at establishing the run and being consistent with it. Uh, it took uh, Etienne a long time to really get going there. Um, but that last field goal to nearly tie the game, oh, boy. You got lucky Kyrie Fairbairn is hurt. So, Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is for those of you who didn't see the game, uh, Danny Amendola came off the couch a couple of weeks ago and was kicking it. Uh, he missed, he like, what, three of them? Yeah, he missed it. Well, he's never – this since he came back, he hasn't made a field goal over 50 yards. Oh, wow. And this one was, like, from that 58. Danny Amendola was a receiver. Uh, then this is Matt Amendola. It's one of the Amendola guys. Uh Danny Amendola yeah, is a receiver. Amendola. This is Matt Amendola. Uh, but yeah, like, so <laughs> he kicked it from 58 and it was crazy because I was like, this guy hasn't made a 50 yarder all year. So statistically speaking, it could go one of two ways. Obviously, he's missed so many that he's bound to make one or he's missed so many that he's going to keep missing them. But it's like, you know, I was in my head like he kicked it. Dude, that ball was straight on. And I was like, mother fucker. <laughs> Uh, a couple of things I do want to talk. A couple of things before I talk about what I'm worried about. What I was, what was positive. Trayvon Walker kind of had a coming out party. Uh, the stats won't reflect it, but they got to C.J. Stroud when they needed to. He was always under pressure. Josh Allen is now the better Josh Allen. Uh, real quick question for the room: Do you know how many QB pressures Josh Allen had this game? This game? twelve. He had Damn. twelve in this game. Yeah. Um, uh, C.J. Stroud was off. Uh, I heard this weird advanced stat. Uh, CJ Stroud was throwing, um, what is it? Not off, off, off platform, off platform. So basically what that means for the listeners is when a quarterback is flush out of the pocket, yeah, and is like throwing on the run or has to reset. Foot. He threw off platform 87% of his dropbacks. So they were getting pressure. Uh, Josh Allen had, like I said, 12 QB hurries or pressures or whatever going against Laramie Tunsil, who's a very good left tackle. Uh, if I can interrupt for one second, just again back to my, me and my buddy's conversation. Um, I said we were the games were cutting because we were watching Red Zone and uh, Carolina comes on, and I said the, Bryce Young can't be in the league. He can't do yeah. this. And he was like, Nah. And I was like, He's too small. But he was like, Nah. His offensive line stinks. I was like, No. When the team looks, when the opposing team looks in that backfield, they see food. All yeah. right. It's like Acme cartoon, uh, Looney Tune cartoons. They just see turkey legs and chicken back there. I was like, CJ Stroud also doesn't have a good line and he's still out here making plays and making throws yeah. on time. And to, I, I didn't even, without, I was saying that without even knowing that stat, he threw 80, 87% of the time he dropped back. He was throwing off platform. That's insane. Yeah, he was getting rushed like crazy. So that that gave me a little bit of hope. You know, it's no Saxonville when we had Calais Campbell. Guys had four sacks. Uh, oh no, yeah, yeah. I mean, this game he was feeling pressure though, which is good. Um, this is something that I heard, which I, I kind of resonated with me. Our safeties are really good, and our outside linebackers, uh, Trayvon Walker and Josh Josh Allen's a superstar. Trayvon Walker's like serviceable. It's the corners. It's the corners that get us in trouble. They can't play man, and we want to play man to rush the passer. Um, a couple of things. I think the Stroud Tank Dell thing. Uh, fun fact, you know Tank's real first name? Tank Darius? No. Okay. You, you would never guess it. It's Nathaniel. Oh. Um, and also from Daytona Beach. I'm about to say, he's Shout from, out. yeah, I'm about to say, he's yeah. from back home. He's so, from Daytona. So, uh, where'd he go? Mainland? I, uh, yeah. I think, I, 
I honestly want to say yes. I, I agree with you because it seems like, like you said, in Houston, there's always this weird like receiver quarterback like combo and it, it doesn't come out of nowhere. Like Andre Johnson was a first round pick. Uh, uh, Hopkins was a first round pick, but I think Tank Dell, I love the guy. He's from my hometown. You know, I, I really do like his name is fucking Tank. I like it. Um, <laughs> he's like five, five. Yeah, he's five ten. Uh, but I don't think Dell is the guy. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna take someone in this draft that's gonna be the guy for CJ Stroud because they want that. I. I mean, I don't know. And Tank Dell plays out of his mind, but I think he's playing way above board. If that does that make sense, or am I talking? No, about I mean, I think I think they also do. The ceiling is capped. If yeah. Tank Dell is your number one, it, yeah, it's, exactly. it's similar to Philly with Devonta Smith. Like Devonta Smith is really good, but you he's gotta not go AJ get Brown. an AJ Brown. <laughs> Brown. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, so I was telling, I texted this to you. Uh, Jacksonville was the number one seed for three and a half hours until Kansas yeah, City won was, their game. I saw the graphic and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, we were the number one seed for a little while. <laughs> Kansas City AFC. won it. Kansas City won it, and then Baltimore won it, and then Baltimore won it. Yeah, uh, so before now, we go. I do want to say two things um, uh, before we get to the next game. One, uh, the this was a part of the one o'clock games. It's sad, and it's it's a sad state of affairs when Houston Jacksonville is the most compelling. No offense, is the most compelling game in a slate of six games. There were six games on in the 1 o'clock slot. I'm going to just list off a couple of the quarterbacks we saw outside of Lawrence and Stroud. We saw Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. We saw Jake Browning. We saw Tommy DeVito. Hey, did you see his celebration for a second? I did. I I have seen those. Um, We saw Kenny Pickett. Uh, Gardner, Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew, not the worst of the quarterbacks we had. To no, watch. not even close. Uh, Baker, not the worst of the quarterback. Derek Carr, this is the second time he started for the Saints where he has. Not are we talking about that? Touchdown. Oh, we are talking about that game. Yeah, that uh, was... Desmond Ritter was another quarterback we we were uh, forced to watch yesterday. It was a. Uh, Will Levis, it's not, it's not the yeah. Will Levis era. Games, is not. I, I'm gonna, begun. I'm gonna go this far. All the games, so. from all the games on the slate this week, this was the second. I mean, it's second in our rundown, there, but this yeah, was the was second say, most compelling game of the. There were the two good weekend. games really this week. Yeah, and this was definitely the second one. Um, but speaking of Baltimore Hold taking on. over, there was one other thing. Oh, I'm sorry, one you did other say thing. Two things. I apologize. The other thing was, I don't know if it was because of Thanksgiving. I don't know if people were bringing out their their CFG unit. Uh, there were there were two things that were said in the middle of the Jacksonville Houston game that I was like, I don't think the announcers know what the fuck they're talking about anymore. Um, Trevor Lawrence made a pass to Christian Kirk where Christian it was early, it was a third down completion. Christian yep. Kirk had to lean grab over, it out of the air, grab yeah. the ball. Did you hear? No. <laughs> what the announcer said. What he the said. announcer said, I yeah, think I did. You got to yeah. have a big body big like guy, Christian yeah, Kirk. Yeah, 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 I was like, Christian Kirk is. What? Am five I crazy? Ten. I looked up 5'10, 200. Big bot. What are you talking about? Yeah. I do and, remember that. And then he snatched that ball out of the air. He snatched that ball. It was a good catch, but a big body. Like, I was so confused. And then later, late in the game, 
uh, as we said, Stroud doing a lot of scrambling, you know, making plays outside the pocket. And it was late in the game, and he scrambled for like probably like 20 yards. No, he scrambled and completed a touchdown pass, I want to say. Yeah. And then uh, the announcer said, yeah, you know, he doesn't use his legs that much. He should really use his legs more. I'm like, what what do you think he's doing with Josh Allen's running him down every five seconds? So he has to make space. I was like, just because he's not running down the field to make a play and running to the side to side. I was like, do you understand the game, man? I had that during when I was watching Romo. I sent it to the Discord. So many dumb. I was like, "Is Romo drunk right now?" And it wasn't even like he was making good points about the actual game, but he kept confusing the teams. At one point, he was was, like, "Oh, they could win it with a field goal." And I was like, "That was the thing." That was the thing. I was like, he kept throwing it off because he he kept meaning to say they could tie it with a field goal, and I was like. What is he talking about? They're down four. They can't tie with a field goal. And what he was saying is, if the Bills scored here, then all the Eagles need to do is tie it with a field goal. Uh, So, yeah, he was talking in, like, code. And it took me, like, the fifth time he said it. I was like, he has to mean if the Bills score a field goal. Well, and then there was another time (laughs) where he was like, Josh Allen was on the field. And... Or no, I'm sorry. Jalen Hurts was driving, and he goes, "Yeah, you just got to hit digs. Like if they can get digs." Yeah, you know, I was right? like, "This like, guy." He kept doing that, buggy. and I was like, "What?" He was like confusing the teams, and I was like, "Maybe his brain is just going so fast as a quarterback that he's like saying the wrong." It was like he was names. on tape delay, and like he was yeah. a drive behind every once in a while. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Um, it's like he accidentally sat on the remote, paused it, yeah. came back, unpaused it, and was like watching the game. <laughs> it was bizarre because I like Romo, but I was just kind of like, "What is happening?" Apparently, I like- didn't. I didn't catch this, but he apparently he said uh, when Jake Elliott was lined up for the field goal, I think I was just like too amped. He said that they should try to run a fake here. Yeah, so Jake Elliott <laughs> was lining up for the field goal, and he was like, "Hey, what if that's the one where he said digs?" He goes, "What if you just uh, put digs in there on the edge and like run a fake?" <laughs> That's when he said Diggs, because I was like, Diggs doesn't play for this team. Oh, that's freaking hysterical. Man. Yeah. I, he said it as a joke, but it was still, I was like, you got the guy wrong. And oh, as a comic, one word can fuck up a whole joke. Mess up your whole joke. All right, let's keep it going. All right. Last game in the the main slate of games, Baltimore at the Los Angeles Chargers. Baltimore wins this game. Um, I had Keenan Allen in fantasy, so obviously that hurt me. Uh, Did not do well. No, I ended up winning. I would have. I would have beaten. (laughs) I would have beaten everybody in the entire league this this weekend. I I got screwed in this game. I'll tell you about that in a second. I scored one fifty nine. Nobody else even broke one thirty, so I would have dominated. But a couple things I want to touch on because I I I watched pieces of this game, but I actually didn't watch this all the way through. Uh, Baltimore ends up winning twenty to ten in Los Angeles. Uh, The Chargers uh, just can't get anything going. Uh, Once again in the fourth quarter, excuses were made for Justin Herbert when he had a chance to come back and win the game. Uh, Lamar, interestingly enough. Didn't have a great game. I mean, he had a good game, but it wasn't like a a great game. Uh, I'm I've heard some buzz about Lamar getting into the MVP conversation, which I I don't think I don't know. I don't think that's happening. Uh, so, a couple of questions for you: um, How does fucking Brandon Staley still have a job 
is my biggest concern, <laughs> especially after Frank Wright getting fired earlier know, this right. week. Uh, <clears throat> and also, you you can't possibly think the Ravens are going to hold on to that number one spot in the AFC, can you? Um, I think they can. Well, I'm no, I'm at, I'm setting up the the question. Oh, I know. Oh, are you oh, looking for something? I was looking to see how many uh, yeah, rushing touchdowns Lamar has. Uh, he has five. Yeah, no, he shouldn't be in the MVP discussion. 18 total touchdowns. Only five interceptions. Tyreek Hill should be in the MVP discussion. The MVP discussion really should be just Tyreek Hill and Miles Garrett. Yeah, there should be no quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I, no quarterback stands no, out above. Yeah, no quarterback has uh, outperformed those two players, honestly. Christian McCaffrey, maybe, but. Yeah. But not even. I feel like it's more system than anything. But yeah, I mean, you can toss him in there; it's fine. Yeah, I want him to win the Heisman his last year in college. I don't think broke the touchdown record, and he didn't. Nobody wanted to give him any respect because he was white. So, so weird. Hey, as a white running back, you're preaching to the choir, baby. I know, man. I know. Uh, This is a safe space. I just wanted to share that with you. You You remember Toby? I would have voted for him twice. You remember Toby? Toby Gerhardt out of Stanford. Yeah, I remember Toby Gerhardt. That was, Stanford was the, the 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 breeding ground of the white running backs at that I, point. Toby Gerhardt, though, looking at him, I was like, "Oh, this is Peyton Hillis." He's there was another the one. Lead. There was another one right between We're the off two topic. of them. Sorry, um, yeah, Stanley. I didn't watch this game that much as well. Um, I watched the last three minutes of this game. Uh, I needed a Zay, Joe, Zay Flowers touchdown. I got my Zay Flowers yeah, touchdown, did. but I got screwed because Justin Herbert, the one touchdown they got, I didn't need him to get that. I needed freaking Eckler to run it in, and he Uh-oh. didn't. So I lost by like fucking 2.2 points. Um, he really needed an interception or a fumble late in that game out of Herbert. I was, <laughs> I was praying for it, but he, he, he threw it away. Um, he threw yeah. it away three, t- three times in a row. To I lose know. the game. I'm aware. Um, and people will still tell you next year how we have so much hopes because now he has a new coach because Brandon Staley's been fired. Brandon Staley obviously has not been fired yet just because the Spanos family doesn't want dead money. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. They they just rather yeah. make a clean break at the well, end of the season. Well, that was kind of, of like the joke about it. So... Um, cause he's bad. He's, he's, he's very really bad. not good at his job. Um, whether it's coaching defense, w- I will say though, their defense did pretty well. Um, but no, there's no consistency. He, this team, this team gets more excuses. Oh, what, what was that? I was watching, um, Anna Agler. I think her name is on Twitter. She does, uh, these videos recapping the NFL every week. And she had a great line there. She said, the best combo in the NFL is Justin Herbert and the word if. If his receivers <laughs> caught the, if the quarterback did the, if the running backs did, if, 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 if. How about you just go out there and perform, dog? 44 passes attempts for only 217 yards. Whose fault is that? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's um, uh, Kellen Moore trying to get more, like, short passes in there. We keep hearing about him and his big arm and his, he's you know, just his arm talent, and these coordinators keep making him check yeah. down Charlie. It's so If only, confusing. if he had a coordinator who would let him let it rip. I know. Um, but, I mean, if he let it rip, he'd probably have more turnovers as well. So it's a little double-edged sword there. 
They um, have had quite a few drops, but that's no excuse. Like you still have to win the game. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta go out there and win the game, man. Um, in the Jets you think, game, had a lot of drops. you think the Ravens hold on to that top seed? Yeah. So the Ravens, the two toughest games they have left, um, one and a half toughest games they have left are the Jags and the Niners. Those are, and they're both on the, the Niners. Roads. Are the, you're going to put the Niners on a half? The one yeah, the half? Niners are a half. Um, they're both on the road. Do you so. see your boys are home underdogs against the Niners next week? <laughs> Brennan, we don't even want to talk. About you're home dogs. We don't want to talk about. You're the, the number one team in the NFL, and you're we home dogs. We don't want to discuss the disrespect that the we have got. Blatant disrespect, dude. Brennan, the Brock last party's gonna come into fucking the lane Philadelphia and, and get destroyed. Um, the last two games. So we had we had a murderer's row for four games, right? Everybody was like, "Oh, these four games, they they better hold on because you know." Waters are going to get choppy. It was Kansas City. It One. was the Bills. One. Uh, San Fran and the Cowboys. And in all four of those games, the ESPN prediction model had us, had the opposing team favored. We've won two of those games. I don't want to, I don't care about the spread or whatever. I don't give a rat's ass. All right. Because you know what we do? We show up, we play ball, we don't talk. Sasan Reddick is already put out in the air. Y'all did a lot of chirping after y'all lost the NFC Championship game. So here's where you uh, show and tell. This is where you show and prove like if y'all really about that. Um, But Baltimore, they survived those two games. If they split one of those games, um, they end up with, I think... I think I had them having three losses. They freaking lost that stupid one to the Colts earlier this yeah, year. Yeah, that was. A I probably one. would have been Garner on the money, but um, and they and they have that game against the Dolphins. But we know the Dolphins haven't beat a winning team as of yet. Nope. Uh, and once the air gets cold, it's going to be a lot harder for Tyreek to streak down the. Yeah, because that game's going to be in Baltimore, and in uh, December, in December, the end of December. So it's going to be real cold. Uh, and Baltimore is going to be playing. Uh, Baltimore's defense is still as good as it is right now. So, uh, Roquan Smith, best trade, best under the radar trade in a long time. So yeah, they finally have reached their bye week, so they can get healthy, retool, get a couple more people uh, back out there. Um, the heck was that? Right. So yeah, let's move it on. Ryan Staley stayed healthy for an entire game. <laughs> One more round. All right. We're going to do one more round where we will talk about these games for one minute. Joe's going to set the timer. I don't even know if I really need one minute for some of these games, but first (laughs) game. You're going to start us off. Here we go. Green Bay versus Detroit. Detroit uh, lost. Uh, I think I kind of warned everybody last week once everybody was kind of saying like, oh, Detroit, so great. You know, they might even take the number one seed. They're in contention. And then uh, the most American tradition on Thanksgiving is Detroit losing. Uh, don't know why, don't know how, but it happens every year like clockwork. Uh, Jordan Love played really well. The the Packers defense for once played well. Uh, shocking 
even though they are off the ball for like seven yards at a time at all times, their corners, that is. Um, but yeah, no, Matt LaFleur had a great game, game plan. Uh, Justin Love, Justin Love, Jordan Love looked really good. Um, and they just, they out, they out did the Detroit Lions. They had no answers. All right. <clears throat> I feel like sometimes we should wait. I feel like we should wait for the timer to go off sometimes. Uh, my game is New Orleans at Atlanta. This game is weird. New Orleans is a weird team. They have a, a pretty decent defense most of the time. Derek Carr looks like he that that offense looks unstoppable in certain series and then looks horrific in others. Like there are some plays where Derek Carr like is like scrambling and like throws on the run and it's like a laser to Mike Thomas or Alave down the field and you're like, oh my God. And then there's other times where he's like screen pass to Alvin Kamara, loss of like six yards. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? And I know this from personal experience because when we played New Orleans, there were some series where they there was one time they scored in three plays and you're like, oh, this offense is unstoppable. And then they just lost. Atlanta, Desmond Ritter uh, hooked up with... Um, uh, Bijan Robinson, which was a big play for me in my fantasy life, uh, but also Atlanta has sole possession now of the NFC South's number one spot, which is the worst division in football. Uh, so, yeah, watch out for Atlanta. One more round. All right. Tampa Bay traveled up to Indianapolis and they lost. Uh, Garden Minshew did the Garden Minshew thing. Uh, Ran a couple times, threw a couple times, got a couple good touchdowns. Uh, Josh Downs, a rookie for that team, played pretty well. Uh, Michael Pippen Jr. played really well. I think this was probably the best game of Jonathan Taylor since getting back. Um, Shane Steichen really, really did a really good really did a good job uh, establishing the run, sticking with the run. They got, what was it, uh, 200... Two, nope, 155 on the ground and three touchdowns off of 26, 27 carries between the two backs, him and Zach Moss. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay, I think the I think the door is closed on them. They finally figured out something in the run game. Rashad Rice had uh, 100 yards on 15 carries. Mike Evans played like a god out there. He had two He's big so touchdowns. Um, really stung because I, had, I was playing against him on fantasy. But, um, yeah. Oh, can I say one thing before? Sorry, I meant to yeah. mention this in the New Orleans window. Man, the guy that was playing me in the fantasy league that I lost with the Herbert thing, he had the fucking Saints kicker. Motherfucker got him <laughs> like 17 points or some shit. Yeah, Will Lutz. All the, no, it's not Will Lutz. I remember they traded oh, Will really? Lutz to Denver. Oh, um, yeah. Motherfucker made like 15 field goals. It was fucking annoying as shit. Do you guys do the extra points for longer field goals? Yeah. In that league, yeah. That league scoring's bananas one more round all right i'm not gonna hardly take any time on this why is this in the run now carolina at tennessee just to get to the frank Wright news yeah frank Wright gets fired after this game uh tennessee obviously wins which is interesting because mike vrabel as good as a coach as he is people were talking about him being on the hot seat this whole uh david tepper thing is weird because of the fact that you bring in Frank Reich, who was a good college uh, quarterback, ended up being in uh, the NFL for a little while, was considered a quarterback whisperer. If anybody knows about that, it's Joe because he was with Carson Wentz there when he had his close to MVP season before he went out. Um, they you got give this close to a Super Bowl. Yeah, you give this guy fucking 11 games 
and then you're just going to cut ties with him. Like you, he doesn't even have an offensive line there. Like it's, it, and it doesn't matter. Like he is, they picked the wrong guy in the draft, but yeah, Frank Reich is out a uh, good one for Tennessee. Uh, the better they are, the better we look. Cause we're dominating them. Um, 10, 17, nothing to write home about. righty. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm hosting. So let's keep it moving. All right, we're going to now talk NCAA football. Um, this is kind of Joe's corner. He loves doing this uh, more than anything in the whole wide world, which I don't understand because we always say we're done talking football in college. We're done watching college football, and then I just want to—I like, just want to update the people. And, and you, this has we, been your running bit for three years. We can't not play the game that's sweeping the nation, Brennan. I know it's, it's everyone's it's sweeping favorite game. the nation. Before uh, we get to the game, though, we got to talk upsets. Brennan, the upsets are there are no upsets. Uh, yep. Biggest outcomes were uh, Washington hung on with a late field goal. Michigan beat Ohio State. Florida State with their uh, backup quarterback beat Florida after starting the game in a 12-0 hole. Um, but instead, in place of the upsets, I'm going to talk about some jobs that have been filled, Brennan. Uh, Duke's Mike Elko has replaced Jimbo Fisher, thus leaving Duke. Did I say Duke's Mike Elko? Yeah, you did. I did. Uh, And he's going to be the new coach at Texas A&M. One of the names originally floated was Mark Stoops. Mark? Yeah. Mark Stoops, who's at Kentucky. But after they won their game against Louisville, really screwing up the ACC there, uh, he said he went to Twitter and said, I'm not leaving. Uh, Mississippi State has hired a new coach after they fired their head coach mid-season. Um, they're bringing in the Oklahoma OC. And Michigan State is bringing Oregon State's head coach in after getting rid of a uh, nasty man up there. I don't remember his name. Um, that interim Who? For the Who? Oregon league. State? Uh, no, Michigan State. They fired their coach. Mel yeah. Tucker, and they're bringing in Oregon State's current head coach, Jonathan, Jonathan Smith. Smith. Yeah. Um, I guess he figured might as well jump ship because the Pac-12 don't exist no more. And uh, the last one, and this is a little older, Northwestern promoted their interim coach, David Braun. Is it Braun or Brown? Now I'm confused because of Christian Brown. Um, but Braun. yeah, after firing... Pat Fitzgerald, because of the hazing scandal news that broke. I still think that was one of the worst situations. That was very bad. (laughs) Are you talking about the hazing or the firing? The hazing. Yeah. What are you talking about? about (laughs) That's what I was talking about, too. Um, Yeah, no. Yeah, here's... you out here slapping people with dick. No, not all the players. The players on the team, yeah, because you got to quote unquote show solidarity because Wait, what was the thing? I thought like it was just like he was. Brennan, they were they were closing lights and grabbing dicks and grab playing grab ass and shit. No, man. Yeah, that's fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's some white shit. That's, that's some, that white, some shit. white shit. That's some white shit. Wrong sport for that. This isn't lacrosse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but Pause. yeah. <laughs> oh, look at you. You've been watching Cam and Mace or something? Yeah, All right. You know. Now it's time for who's up, who's down, who's in. The favorite game that's sweeping the nation. Who's sweeping up, who's down, who's in, who's out. We're going to start the same way we do all the time. Who's up, who's down? 
That's not how we start. We start who's Who's in? Who's out? (laughs) All right. Who's out? Kansas State is out. uh, And Tennessee is out. Uh, Who's in is NC State and SMU. SMU now a part of the ACC after this year going forward. Uh, Who's up? Who's down? A lot of people going up. Not a lot going down. Except... Ohio State. Now we're going off the AP. That's why everybody know we're going off the AP because we trust the writers. Um, when the writers struck, we were there to support them. Struck. We were there. Um, Can I just say this real quick? Go ahead. While you're talking, I still have the Tank Dell thing pulled up on Wikipedia. His first year he attended college was Alabama A&M University. Mm-hmm. You want to hear a crazy stat? He had 12 catches. That's it. Just 12 catches for 354 yards. Damn. That's like averaging 30 yards a catch. That's insane. I was like, how many games did he play? I, I don't know. It just says uh, his first year he had 12 catches for 354 crazy. yards. Um, Alright, so Ohio State is one of your bigger followers. Uh, they went from two to six. Uh, Louisville, after losing to Kentucky, went from nine to 15. And Oregon State went from, I can't do the math that quickly in my head. Uh, I think it's, no, not 13. They're tied for 21 now. So technically they're 22. So that would be, t- they were 12, fell six spots to 22. That's how I'm going to put it down. Yeah. Um, now, everybody else is pretty much up, so it doesn't mean anything because now we're at conference champions and the Final Four. So, currently, your Final Four is Georgia, Michigan, who beat Ohio State, Washington, who's going to have to face off against Oregon in a de facto playoff game in the Pac-12 championship, the last Pac-12 championship. Now, that's going to cause a little scenario here where if Oregon wins, is the committee going to try to keep both of those teams in potentially and say that Florida State, without their starting quarterback of Jordan Travis, Travis Jordan, Jordan Travis, Jordan Travis, Travis. uh, are they going to try to uh, kick it out because of that? You can't keep a 13-0 ACC championship out of the playoff. I don't know, man. Uh, we we've seen crazy. You don't actually happen. think that could happen. I don't. We know, have man. not seen crazier things. happen. If Alabama wins, do you bring Alabama up if they beat Georgia? Because they're not going to take Georgia out. You're going to bring Alabama there in there. No chaos, way. Brandon. Chaos. There is no way you can keep a chaos. Power Five conference Brandon. undefeated conference champion out of the playoff. They'll say it was a weak conference, Brandon. They've kept other conferences out. Not a Power Five undefeated They've champion. Kept other, yeah. Who? I think there was a year where like Washington or Michigan State or somebody I don't know. Michigan State has never gone undefeated I'm in the conference. Saying, I'm just it's saying, the Big man. Ten. Somebody look, there were there were there were the year Tua and fucking in Georgia faced off, like somebody got left out with two SEC teams got in. I'm just saying. Somebody didn't I'm, make it. I agree with you that a conference champion could get left out, but not an undefeated conference champion. I think the Big 12, you kept getting left out. I don't know if they're undefeated, though. I will say that. I don't know if they're undefeated. But it was like a one-loss Big 12 champion. Like a one-loss Oklahoma or something probably got left out. A time An unbeaten Power 5 champion has never been left out of the Final Four since its inception in 2014. 
How about a one loss? Yeah, I can, uh, okay. All right. I mean, now a one loss I can agree with because then you can say it's a weak conference and you lost a game in it. So, all right. So Florida State, I mean, as Brennan puts it down, so so for Alabama to get in, basically, and Florida, Florida State, State would have to lose not to, to get huh, or 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 Oregon beats or. Washington, Alabama beats Georgia, Pac twelve gets left out completely. Yeah, if That's, if or if Alabama beats Georgia and Wa- and Washington loses to Oregon. Both those eleven, both of those got to go out. Both those teams are out. Yeah, and then there are going to be two SEC teams. That that's a that's a that's a good old fashioned TCU and who was the team that I think it was TCU and Baylor one year. The leapfrog did that to each other. Um, but yeah, they knocked each other out. Yeah, Yeah. they knocked each other out. (laughs) But yeah, so I think think Michigan has a shot to win it. Um. No, I think this is Georgia's to win. It's it's yeah. I think up. Georgia's got. I it think again. Georgia's too good. Brock, Brock Bowers is back. He looks healthy. He looks fit. You saw your guy went into the uh, portal. Yeah, he needed to go to the portal last year. <laughs> Fuck out of here! Did you drive him to the portal? I I drive him there myself. Give him <laughs> a good kiss on the forehead and say thanks for nothing. <laughs> All right, here. we're moving on. Jesus Christ! If he that's I told you the scenario that happened last offseason, right? If he goes to the portal, Michael Penix Jr. goes from Illinois to Miami instead of Illinois to Washington. Because he wanted to start, yeah. So, yeah, he really screwed us. He wanted to start He was supposed to go to Alabama, Tyler Van Dyke. Good, good riddance. All right, we done? Yeah, yeah, we're done here. (laughs) We're done Really didn't have to bring that up. I saw it on my ESPN app. All right, time for basketball. You want to start with the NBA? Uh, yeah, let's start with the NBA. I'm give you a two-minute recap of all of basketball here, Brennan. Actually, I'm not going to start with the NBA because the NBA I'm probably going to need the most time with. So I'm going to start with the women's game. The women's game. Uh, South Carolina, currently your number one seed. Iowa be, had a big win against Kansas State. They are now your fourth team. Uh, UCLA at two, Stanford at three, NC State at five. Uh, LSU still very confusing. Angel Reese has not played in three straight games now. Virginia Tech still only has their one loss to, I believe it was Iowa. UConn has fallen down five spots, number eleven. Uh, they had they suffered a loss in AZ Fudd. Uh, their second <laughs> backcourt back guard uh, got hurt. Last year, it was Paige Beckers who got hurt. This year, is AZ Fudd who's going to miss the entirety of the season. Very unfortunate. Um, also, big upset. North Carolina lost to Florida Gulf Coast, the women's team, in a uh, one of those localized tournaments. Um, in the men's, men's, Miami's ranked eighth. That's all I really care about. Nothing else. Uh, and Florida How are we Atlantic. And, one and we're only 13th. Florida Atlantic is 13th. Uh, shout out to them. We're 17 in the coaches' pool. Because you guys are off. coming from a, a lower, lower seat conference. Um, the Orlando Magics in the NBA are currently riding a seven game winning streak. They are currently number two. Yes, that is number two in the Eastern Conference right now. Hang um, on a second. Pause real quick. Texas AM, Virginia Tech, Butler. What about that? You're talking about we're in a lower conference. Butler's in the final. Butler's in the the, the fucking tournament every year. Texas A&M is ranked twelfth. Virginia Tech's in the, the ACC. We we wax in all these fools. You you named two teams that are in major conferences with A and M in the SEC. I'm just saying. <laughs> and Virginia- we lost to Bryant. 
And that's why. <laughs> and that's why you're right. 13. I interrupted. Let's go back to the magic hour. <laughs> All right. All right. Back to it. Miami has lost their last two games, and the Indiana Pacers currently at the sixth spot. Uh, the New York Knicks outside looking in, uh, currently sitting in the play-in spot. The Boston Celtics currently your number one seed, but Porzingis has an injury. Ooh, the clock didn't start back up. Um, in the Western Conference, the Timberwolves currently uh, have a one-game lead over Oklahoma and their nasty man, Josh Giddy. Um the Phoenix yo, Sun have climbed their way all the way. Yo, you don't know what happened with Josh Giddy? I'm going to look it up now. I was while saying, you're doing do this. not go um, we can talk about that in a second. Uh, and Phoenix has won seven straight to become the third seed. Uh, the Denver Nuggets currently are the fourth seed after coming off a win the other day. Uh, Jamal Murray close to coming back. Nikola Jokic taking tonight off, uh, in a game against the Clippers who are currently out of the playoff picture altogether. My two minutes are up, but I will finish this out. Currently, the Lakers are in the number eight seed. The Pelicans are the number nine seed. The Golden State Warriors, Brennan's Golden State Warriors, are the number ten seed. Uh, we'll get it back. Shocker! Who could have foreseen remember when they started the, the season collapse? so well? Who could have foreseen this collapse? They started. It's almost the like all well. their players have aged out, and they kept them all except Stephen Curry. He's just amazing. But yeah, Brennan, are you familiar with Josh Giddey's nastiness now? He. No, it's in a relationship happened? with who is now a 16 year old, but oh no, we don't know when the courtship started. And people have said there's like TikToks and IG posts that, depending on her birthday, would make her a 15 year old when this relationship started. So a real Wander Franco situation here. Is this um? Did this happen in the U.S. or in Australia? In the U.S. She's from Oklahoma. Well, actually, the crazy thing is some people are saying she's from California, which the, the legal limit, the legal age limit there is 18. But all, all in all, I don't give Oklahoma a fuck. Oklahoma 16. Yeah. But again, as I was about to say, all in all, I don't give a fuck about your legal age limit. You're a fucking adult male in the NBA. Get someone your own goddamn age. If you're if you're if you're looking for legal ages, there's a problem. Yeah, well, that's predatory behavior. It's sixteen to twenty-four. Don't ask me how I know that. Um, So, kidding. That's a joke. When I was, I remember when I was eighteen. I when I was turning eighteen, I was dating a girl who was sixteen. So I was 17 and she was 16 because we started dating when she was a freshman and I was a senior, but she was a year older and I was a year younger. So it wasn't that weird. Mm. But I remember like when I was getting ready to turn 18, I was like freaking out because I was like, wait, am I going to go to jail now for dating someone who's 16? Yeah. I was about to say, when it's something like that, I don't have an, I have less of an issue with it because- you guys I love met. how you were about to say you don't have any issue and then you quickly changed. You said, I don't have- I have less of an issue. <laughs> well, I mean, because you're still in high school. Yeah. So, like, you guys yeah, are in the same, you guys are on the same level, same meeting place. Like, you know what's for, really weird? For the people who are like college, outside of high school and then <laughs> dating high schoolers, that gets really freaking That happened odd. to me. Um, 
when I went to college, I obviously was 18 because I was young for my eight for my grade. And I was working with a girl. She was a hostess and she was 18 and she was a hostess. I had no idea she was still in high school. Mm. I just assumed she was in college because we were both 18. And then she was like, oh, do you want to, I have volleyball practice. And I was like, oh my God, do you play for like the, the, what's the women's school there in Boca? I can't remember. Lynn. I was like, oh, do you play volleyball for Lynn university? And she goes, no, I I played for my high school. And I was like, oh boy. Dice of that, a little dice of that. Um, but yeah, Josh Giddy's twenty something. Yeah, he's like twenty one. That's and that's the other thing. You're going into clubs, dude. So you sneaking your sixteen year old. That has and to be also, another law, right? Also, I don't understand supplying this. a minor with alcohol. You're twenty one, a multimillionaire. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's weird. What are you doing? Somebody At the end of the day, it just comes down to, what are you doing? Now this makes more sense why Josh Giddy was on the waiver wire in my fantasy basketball league. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have picked him up. That's a bad look. Yeah, you have a sports show, story. So you probably should know. It was, it broke, like, I want to say, like, Friday or Saturday night. Like, I woke up from a nap, and I looked on Twitter, and I was like. I don't really get updates about this why kind of stuff, though. Why Josh is not on Giddy trending? I was like, what? Why wouldn't the world would Josh Giddy be trending? I don't. And yeah, it was not good. Not good. All right. Basketball's over. Time for the uh, quick hit soccer corner. Quick. And you'll be surprised how quick. Quick. Maybe hits quick hit. Really don't like having this on my search history. Age of consent in Australia. (laughs) That's not cool. That's not great. Going on a little uh, sex vacation there. A little sexcation. If I did that, it'd be Hawaii. That sounded wrong. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> it's 14 there. Don't. Just, oh my god. That was kidding. I was being hyperbolic for the comedy aspect. I'm not. You a didn't pedophile. have to say the age. My girlfriend is 33. My ex girlfriend is a year older than me. Gross, but she is. <laughs> okay. Uh, as Brennan gets the cup slapped on him right now, uh, Fulham, Not Fulham again. had a had a win over Wolves, Wolverhampton. Um, yeah, it was a three two victory. It was uh, it was Is like Ruiz watching back? Raul Jimenez. Jimenez, I'm sorry. Um, Raul is Raul back? Uh, back. He didn't score in this game. Had a good God game damn though. Damn it. Um, what I was going to say, points, but he didn't score. This was uh, this was a similar to an Eagles game where, like, just the entire time I'm on the edge of my seat and my heart is pounding outside of my body. Uh, we scored early before I even got the game on. I, I remembered at 308, cut the game on, and it was 1 0 us. And I was like, woohoo! Alex and Welby got a goal. Then uh, we gave up. No, then they scored. Then we got a penalty, so we scored. Then we gave up a penalty, and they scored. And then we got another penalty, and we scored uh, late stages of the game. There were a lot of sloppy play in there, but for the most part, we held it down, did what we had to, created a lot of chances, more than we have in a long time, honestly, in the final third. Um, So, yeah, coming off the international break, everybody looks to be good. Um, the start of the game, we looked fantastic. We got a little slappy there towards the back end of the first half. And then the second half, we kind of 
ride the ship and then we unride the ship and then we ride the ship again. But one of the biggest takeaways from this is we have our penalty taker. Last year, I don't know if you remember, uh, Metro, great at scoring goals, not great at penalties. Bad at penalties. Not man. the greatest at penalties. And it caused strife within the team. Uh, there were games basically lost that could have been draws, could have been wins, if not Because for, they refused to take him out. Yeah, because he refused to go out as well. Because, I mean, it's it's, a, it's all confidence. You don't want to take the ball away from him, in a sense. Your best so, scorer, yeah. Yeah, so that hamstringed us a few times. But William stepped up to it, and uh, I think he's 20 for 20 in, in his Premier League career as far as uh, taking penalties. Who's Brighton and Hove Alavine? Brighton Hove Albi, yeah. Is uh, that a team that was just promoted recently? No, no, they're good. They they're consistently humming. There's no way they've been in the Premier League this whole time. This entire time, they just go by Brighton. That's why. Okay, I'm yeah. like because I'm looking at the table and I was like, who the fuck is this team? So Brighton we're Hove 14th Albi. now. Yeah, we don't have a, a great point differential. No, we don't. Um, I know we joked about this because last year we were so comfortably like around that like eight to 12 spot. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like we just kind of floated right in the middle. We were never worried about reg- uh, relegation. Yeah. We're not worried about that. Right. You told no. me not to worry about we're, it. You we're said we're going to be fine. We're not worried. Um, because look at those last three teams. Uh, four, yeah. four, five. And I, we've beaten Everton already. We've beaten well, Everton's Sheffield the only one United. with a winning record. How do they have? Wait, they have four wins. How could they, they possibly be nineteen? Wait a second. How how do they only have four points? That can't be right. Something's wrong there. Oh, because they have seven losses. Yeah, but losses don't take away from because four wins should be twelve points on its own. Something's no, but wrong you there. lose a point for losing. You don't. Yeah, you do. You do not. <laughs> Joe, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know why that that is wrong. So let me Google the Premier League table. The actual stand. What they have four? What? This is confusing. That's oh, twelve right points. here. Are you listening? Everton fans marching the thousand years apart, blah, 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 protesting against the decision to dock their team a Premier League record 10 points for breaching financial rules. Oh, okay. So that's what it is. So they should so they be got at a, 14 and they came down. They got a 10-point oh. ding for breaching financial rules. Yeah, they man, might I'm gonna get say that, relegated because that of that. screwed up Luton Town, what was it, two years ago, I want to say? They should have, they were supposed to stay in the champions they ended up going down because they had a penalty that put them back into relegation. And then they had to fight out of League One and then fight out of the Champions League. Um, wow. So Everton is four wins on the season. They only have four this, points to show for it. Wow. That sucks. Dude. That's upsetting. We have four wins and we have 15 points because of exactly. our three draws. Draws one, wins three. Yes. And then a loss is nothing. A loss is nothing. But yeah, Arsenal no. has one fucking loss on the season. Liverpool Arsenal has one good. loss. Yeah. For a while there, I mean, Tottenham had no losses. And then they lost three in a row. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, it right. was wild. I think Let's their first loss came from Wolves, or Wolves were their second loss. Wolves beat them. I was at, and we can get out of here on this story. 
I was at, I was dropping. No, I was picking up my uh, rental when I went back home two, three weeks ago, whatever that was. And we were in the rental place and they had the Premier League on the TV. It was like 85 minutes left. Tottenham was up 1-0. We walk out. I drive to my brother's, to my house, and I look at my phone once I get there. And my buddy's like, Tottenham lost. And I was like, wait. I was just somewhere, and they were up (laughs) in the 85th minute, 1-0. Wolves scored two goals at the 86th minute, basically right when I got the car, right when I walked out. And then at the 97th minute of stoppage time to win that game. Yeah. As so. it, hey, if there's one thing we learned from Mighty Ducks 3, how long does it take, take to score a goal? Less than a second. Mm-hmm. Also, you play until the end of the whistle. Yep. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Sir, 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 sir. All right, Joe, let everybody know where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorber. You can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Cheering Press. Don't forget to check out all the other shows on the A New Low Network. That includes A New Low, Who Does a Podcast, and the show that you're listening to. Cheers from the Press Box. Uh, no you can check me out. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorber. You can check out my website, joedorber.com. Uh, yeah, Brennan, where can we find you? There's no more Misbehavior Journal Club? Yeah. I don't think that episode's oh, been I, posted like in a year. I thought <laughs> I thought you were doing that because you didn't hear what I said. Oh, no. I yeah. heard you. <laughs> <laughs> um, at Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Uh, check out the my other podcast, X Drinking Buddy. Um, I have comedians, artists, musicians, all sorts of people on to talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, partying, getting in trouble stories. Uh, pretty funny uh, episode this week uh, with the very funny comedian Brent Birnbaum. Um, next week, the episode will come out with uh, K-Day, who is the musical artist. Um, yeah, so pop punk uh, musical artist. She's really uh, she's very funny, very funny, very self-aware and very funny. So that's a good episode. Um, yeah, and check out the one-man show, uh, X Drinking Buddy. The comics look at a life near death, uh, recovery and redemption everywhere in January. That's it. All right. Brennan, I turned 30 on Friday. Get me out of here. It's December, baby. I forgot. Um, And that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. I won't see you before then. So huge shout out. Joe Dorville, the big 3-0. God, I can't believe it. I got a big surprise for the big 3-0. What are you doing?